All right, well, hello and welcome to the weekly recap. This is episode 56. 56, yes. We, uh, we, we took a week off. We, uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've done this. Um, I think there was a lot going on and we really couldn't coordinate schedules. I was dying. Um, I was <laughs> deathly ill for the last, it's um, been like three weeks. You did weeks. not die though, right? I didn't die. No, I'm still here. I'm not a ghost. <laughs> Jake will be joining us shortly. Yeah. Um, so when you hear that, does the call tone comes through, doesn't it? No, I usually delete it. Oh, okay. So we'll, um, okay. we'll right. play that by ear. Uh, so this week we are going to cover a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, there well, is so much going on in Pittsburgh. Memorial Day weekend is going to be fucking bonkers. Um, there's going to be so much shit to do and, and it's going to be so very, um, a very eclectic mix, let's say for what's available. Yeah. It's very exciting for the beer community. Memorial um, Day weekend. I think it's very funny that. <laughs> so many people opened breweries on this upcoming weekend five years ago. Right. Are all all of them are five years old? No. So Grist House. Grist House is five. Brew Gentleman's five. Brew Gentleman's five and Hitchhiker's five. So wow. yeah. That's... Now now Hitchhiker was is this coming weekend. So I'm gonna try to have this up tomorrow. Okay. But um but yeah, so Grist House is not, I don't know if they're the same day, but it's like the 20th or 23rd okay. or something. Of so it's like May. Memorial-ish day weekend. So yeah, they so basically, like, they, like everybody yeah. was like, oh, we're going to do a soft open the week of Memorial Day <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's just funny that three of like the biggest Well, three breweries. of the people that you didn't necessarily know were going to stick around. You know, I mean, back then, five years ago, it was, it was the, the, beginning of this bubble right there wasn't like a there wasn't like an established like plan for pittsburgh especially right but i will have any breweries actually gone under other than like i mean rivertown did recently yeah but that was more for monetary than than actual like failure right they were just operating at a loss in helltown but isn't that a failure yeah, well, okay, so they're, they're keeping the brand alive, though. They're not gone. Okay. Is what I meant by that. I didn't mean, like... Are they... They're not keeping the Rivertown name. Yeah. They are. Yes, they are. It's just, So it's just a subset of Helltown now? Right. Interesting. Yeah, so it's, like, Victory and Southern Tier. Oh, okay. And all gotcha. that being under, like, one one roof. Gotcha. Um, but that's... I feel like that's... I That's, like... <laughs> I feel like that's completely separate, though. At least, like, Rivertown was, like, a big... Like they they seemed like a like a big player type, not necessarily like big, but they. Um, but yeah, they were they were more established. They've been yeah. around for a while though. Right. They, they were around from like the early two thousands, weren't yeah. they? Like they were established, and the their beer is not that great, so it's like a big name brewery. <laughs> Right, yeah, like... Trying to stay afloat. And I feel like Jake has said this before, like, it's so funny to me that they didn't make it, because they, it, they're they on the North Shore. Like, there's so like, many yeah, people uh, down there all the time. That, to me, is That's what's insane. the craziest That's about wild. it. <laughs> and I just got <laughs> never gonna get it three all over me. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, that's happened to me with so many freaking stouts on this podcast you want to talk about. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so, yeah, so back to the... Back to the task at hand. It's going to yeah. be back. I will say I'm 
I did miss doing this right. when I was deathly ill. And then home. after next week's last episode of Game of Thrones, no spoilers here. No yeah. spoilers. We're not talking about it. Yeah, it's so um, I yeah I actually spent the last three weeks watching. Uh, I've almost gotten through five seasons of Game of Thrones in like three weeks. <laughs> it's been like three to four weeks. So I'm finally catching up on the hype. And yes, if you're listening to this and you've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones, it is worth the hype. It is definitely worth the hype. So, At so least wait, from no, what I've seen. Um, I've heard mixed reviews about the last season, um, but I've heard the one that I'm on now and the next one are very good, so I'm excited. Um, and I feel like, you know, I, it's it's hard to to continue the momentum of a show through to the end. And, like, there's always going to be critics because it's the end of a series and, you know, like, it's not going to wrap up every single thing that you could possibly wrap up and it's not going to be, like, completely satisfying. Right, yeah. Nothing ever can be, really, let's be honest. Yeah. But um, enough about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> we could. We, that's our. That's our Friday night podcast. Sunday night. Sun, oh wait, no. This is our no. Sunday night. Technically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though we're recording it on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, it's so, been six weeks of having to record on a Monday or a Tuesday because of Game of Thrones. So thanks, Game of Thrones. Five actually, because we skipped last week. Yeah. Anyway, um, so let's run it down here. There are events going on mm-hmm. for the next two weekends, just nonstop. It's going to be insane. Um, this coming weekend. Uh, Hitchhiker's fifth anniversary. Mm-hmm. They have a triple can release on Saturday. Yep. So we have let's like let's run down these let's run down these beers and let's let's talk about them. Why the hell not? So Saturday noon, three can releases. Number one, how many planets? Double IPA, nine percent. It's a healthy, it's a yeah. healthy double. Uh, it has Nelson 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 Enigma and Citra. How do you feel about Nelson hops? I am a big fan. Are you? Yeah. Interesting. Um, I've had a couple. Um, I've had a couple either IP. I think they've both been um, straight IPAs that are just hopped with Nelson, and it's it's a very it's a very weird hop. It is, but I feel it's like, also Australian. Yeah. I'm pretty sure almost exclusively Australian. Yeah, so um, that one, that one, I, I, I still don't know if I like it or not. I feel see, like I need to have it more, and I would like to see. That's why I like that a lot of places around here are doing, like, single hop variants. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, because so, I really, I like to know what is, like, what these individual hops are contributing. Because, like, I, I can't pick out characteristics if there's like two or three and a lot of the times there is which is good it's just you know they all get like blended together which is obviously the the point so um yeah so that one triple ipa no double ipa sorry um so the next one is breakfast buffet imperial stout very excited for that one yeah very excited so it's brewed with coffee maple syrup and cinnamon cereal i'm assuming cinnamon toast crunch tm um uh (laughs) I don't know I if you saw. Very if, excited. If you saw Jagoff Brewer on Twitter the I, other day, he no, had I did like not. he had like fifteen boxes, like giant boxes in the back of his van of cinnamon toast <laughs> of crunch. Cinnamon toast crunch. Okay, I love that because cinnamon toast crunch is my favorite cereal. I it's pretty much the only cereal that I eat. Okay. Generally, other than like Honey Nut Cheerios, and then like the occasional like I really love the uh, Cap'n Crunch peanut butter ones. Oh, so good. Yeah, there. That's it's an impressive picture. That's, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. 
Yeah, um, he, uh, he hit Costco hard AF. Yeah, he said, sorry if you're trying to buy any Cinnamon Toast Crunch this weekend. <laughs> that was three days ago, so that uh, was over this So I have, I have very high hopes for that, and I really hope they come to play. And we've talked about this before. They do stouts incredibly well. Yes. So I would be... I, I feel like I'm expecting a lot. I, I would say that I don't want to over... Like overexcite myself about it though. Oh, because I'm I'm already overexcited. <laughs> I don't think I don't think there's any way they can live up to my expectations. Fair I enough. know it's going to be good. We know it's going to be a good stout. If they if they can get that cinnamon flavor to come out, that's that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm excited about. That's what I'm hopeful for. Yeah, but I but feel I mean, like it's, it's still going to be a good stout. It's obviously no going to be geared towards the breakfast over overall anyway. Right, right. There's um. So their third one is one that they've done before, and I think yeah. that it's this more is, of a throwback. I think this, yeah, I think this is the first one they did. Yeah, I'm right? pretty sure that's right. This is, yeah, because I remember this, like, I, I think it was, like, two years ago or something. We went um, maybe, like, a year and a half or so. So it's Hole Punch, the Hole Punch series, which they... We're not real done, crazy about Not here, a huge but. fan. Um, it's Hawaiian Punch. Yeah. So I, I I'm, I'm not... I'm not I feel like they could have done something. It, they could have done something else. I feel yeah. like I I would be looking for something else because I had it and in no way did it taste like line punches to me at all. No. I don't really know what they're going for with Well, that. I think it's just I think it's just that they're the whole punch series. So, some of that series has like they've tried to make make it actually taste like what they call it, like you know, like I mean, there's like tangerine and stuff. I don't. I feel like the concept of that that series isn't like it's fully thought find. out. Yeah. yeah. So it's like if you're gonna call it like I think Hawaiian Punch isn't necessarily what they're trying to make it taste like. It's kind of just like a this is like what a the, clever name based on what they have in it. Right. But then other times they like want it to like pan like pancakes or like pie or like yeah like pecan the, the, pie like the key lime pie or, yeah like yeah. The, like, blueberry pancake and stuff like that it's like i it's not i feel like it's not defined <laughs> which is kind of frustrating because it's like what do you what are we like what are we expecting here are we expecting it to taste like this or is that kind of just like a clever name that you're gonna throw on it you yeah know? It, that's that's you know I, I i have a lot of issues with that so i'm not really looking forward to it we've had it before i wasn't very i wasn't really impressed because that, I feel like that was like the beginning of like the whole milkshake right. kind of and, and thing. I think and I maybe, feel like it, we were kind of not really all in and we're still not all in on it. At the end of the day, I just don't love the style. No. And and no. I mean I can uh, we can sit here and say that it's a bad and, beer. And we've or had, a good I mean beer. we've had we've had good ones. The first one that comes to mind when I think of milkshake IPAs, the one from Abjuration of all places. Like I thought that one was very yes. good. Yes. Yeah, that one it was didn't awesome. Seem, it I didn't I don't think it went for like it didn't try to be anything it wasn't. It was well and then the just, ones from like know. Spoonwood, right? Like the right. the the um, The one Sarah loved. And yeah, that's like the chocolate and vanilla ones yeah. that were like not it wasn't overly lactose fueled, I think is what it came down to. It was more just like it's a thought. It was like an afterthought. So that's really what I don't know. It's it's such a tough style to nail down. Yeah, and nobody does it. We we've had way more misses than we have hits, which I think is a note that all brewers that want to make that style need to take. I but I feel like that's the thing. Like they're just going to keep doing it because that one hit, yeah, is way better than ten misses, right? So yeah, Jake, what do you feel about milkshakes? I mean. 
How many times? I disagree have we with this. I disagree with that statement. I feel like if you're getting a lot of feedback that's negative towards milkshake IPAs, that well, and I don't mean just that ten. ratio, but like if you're one out of three, which basically the whole punch series is for me. Uh, yeah, and I think that that's. I think that that's more like a, of a creative outlet for for that guy. I think that he he's he's just challenging himself, you know, and not that it's like it's selfish in any way, because I think a lot of people enjoy that series and it's kind of quirky and it's kind of fun, right? Cause it, they're beers that you'd never have elsewhere. I mean, aside from maybe a handful of places around the country yeah. that would make something in that yeah. style. I feel so like it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, and it's, I'm sure that it gives them some notoriety as well. Right. When you see it come up on your Instagram feed, like, Oh, what, like what the hell are they brewing with key lime pie or uh, mimosa or, you know, whatever. I don't know if that was a part of the, <coughs> excuse me, the series, but no, the mimosa wasn't I've wasn't never, a whole punch. I've never been, I, yeah, I mean, but but they they do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like they're they're kind of out there when it comes to beer styles, and they yeah. do this. They do the I, standards and everything too. Yeah. But I think they kind of just what got known. like a cult following for that series, and like that's what's that's what's propelled, or it just has momentum already. So they they can just keep doing that. So. Right, and they and they bring back the favorites like Guava was a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago. I thought the Tangerine um, one was actually decent. <laughs> I, I feel like that, I thought that one was. Fine. I'd rather have tangerine with sour though. Like just just the thought there. Like yeah. like maybe like a tart tangerine, mm-hmm. whereas not like a. I, not is like there a smoothie. A re- Do you think there's a reason that we don't see more like citrus sours? I think it's just too out of control. Because citrus is already very acidic. Yeah, and yeah, if you go with like a goes or and, uh, and you don't need to. You don't even need to add citrus flavors in a lot of cases, right? We've talked about it before where yeah. the hops are contributing so much citrus flavor that right. yeah, hardly ever do you need to add grapefruit or tangerine or lemon or anything like that. Like maybe to like to bring out like subtle flavors of it, but I, you need something to back that off. I feel I like that, in most cases if it's not just an IPA. That seems like it would be an interesting challenge for brewers to see if you could add it and make it subtle enough that it wasn't like overpowering. Right. I feel like that's what I mean. They add. They had to add some sort of citrus to that mimosa sour, and that thing was incredible. Like right, right. So clearly they know how to do it. I don't know. I'm, that was just that was just a side thought about you know citrus and well. And so sours. let's um yeah. So let's, let's keep let's going. Go forward. Yeah. So because so I that's do hit this everybody. weekend. Um, also, side note: Dancing Gnome has their latest. Bird series beer coming out. This yeah, Saturday. they're moving it up because they're not doing it on Luster Day. Yeah. Um, um, so then the following weekend, we have a crap ton of ish. So yes. um, let's start with Brew Gentlemen. Which yeah, is yeah, we can fifth, talk about. Yeah, so that they're, uh, it's their fifth anniversary as well. I did get a bottle of The End last week. Um, I got two of them, actually. Uh, if you guys, anybody checked out the weekly review, um, Sarah and I went down there, had a beer while we were there, didn't hate it. Good. Yeah. Um, I uh, Honestly, I that, really liked the beer. For all that hubbub a couple weeks ago. I'm sorry, but you give me a free draft, I'm going to like it better. <laughs> um, I'm not putting anybody on blast as far as like who was there, because I didn't catch anybody's name like who was bartending. But, the, I mean, I got two drafts. And my bottles, two bottles, and paid for one draft in my two bottles. And I don't know, free beer always tastes better, I feel. You said you did name drop this podcast. 
No, I didn't. Okay, good. No. <laughs> I thought you were being serious. Cause... No, no, no. I definitely did not. Um, and, and honestly, like, that's really not the end game there is to get free stuff from this, to be honest. I'd rather, oh, yeah, no. Like, we went, we we, went down I've, there fully I've expecting never, to hang out for a little bit. And... I've never once wanted free shit. But I will say, thanks to Shane and Mary from... Steel City Beer Wholesalers. You're supposed to put in the plug. I will, I will. And splice that together so it's not awkward. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, they did give us a free Burley Oak IPA when we were there. I don't know if I told you that. No. Yeah, they had they had a Burley Oak, which was good. I I, I don't was that the know. Lost IPA or whatever it was? Yeah, called? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one they apparently they're going to be getting that regularly when they brew it because they brew a shit ton of it. Yeah. Kind of like um, it's good. I mean, I it was I I wasn't mad at it. Right. So, I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't a dream, but you know, we can't all we can't <laughs> if you have it all the time. It's it's not as good, right? You know. Um, well, so that's that's a pretty good transition, though. Let's uh, let's talk about Grist House and their fifth anniversary. Wait, we didn't even oh. talk about. Oh Brew no, Gentleman. I'm sorry, Brew Gentleman's beers. My bad. Yeah, so I forgot about that. you only you only <laughs> sent me one picture, so I'm assuming there's only one bottle they're releasing. It's two, two. Okay, yeah, so, they're both on oh, that oh, picture. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. so yeah, so they have um, V, which uh, in parentheses five. We've uh, yeah we've discussed this before. <laughs> we've discussed at length. Um, and then they have the uh, Mies and Rose Reserve Blend, which is uh, their Mies and Rose collection. Um, oh, it's a blend of their favorite barrels from their oak-aged farmhouse ale, which we had one of those a couple weeks ago. Which was which very, was very good. good. Yeah, yeah I, I, it was. It Trevor was, Trevor hooked us up with that, and that one apparently they just have it all the time. Yeah, like it's just mm-hmm. there to like you can walk yeah. in and grab a bottle, right. no big deal. Yeah, so which is good. Which is good to know because yeah. like that's it, I mean that's a very solid beer. Trevor knows what he's talking about. That's why we listen to him. That's why we have him on this podcast. Yeah, but Jake, have you had the Mason Rose? I have not. Um, the last time I was there, actually, the, both of the last two times that I was there, they they have bottles stocked behind the the bar. So yeah. that's just it's a pretty solid beer. I don't know. I can't remember the last time I ha- actually had the beer, but it's good that they keep they keep something in stock. That's that's what I like about a lot of places like the ones in Oregon that have something consistent there every single time you go. So if you want a six pack of something that you had before and you really enjoyed it, you can, you can always just go back there. And a lot of them up here do distribution as well. So that, I mean, they're always distributing the same rotation of, you know, five to 10 beers, depending on how big the place is. But right. Um, you always like to see some, some sort of consistency in terms of the options that you're being presented with. Especially if you're going to take stuff home. Yeah, we've had. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, we've had that discussion several, several times before about the idea of, you know, a constant. Yeah, and having stuff available and, yeah. and on down the list. Yeah. Right. Um, so the Mies and Rose, though, I, I really, uh, I'll probably pick one of those up in the next couple of weeks, um, just out of interest in the series at yeah. this point because I liked not only the Hanging Gardens was like a variant of Mies and Rose. That Zach brought over for my birthday, uh, but then yeah, having the Mies and Rose last week or two weeks ago was—I mean, I'd rather give Brew Gentlemen a solid chance than than just bash them wholeheartedly. Yeah. Because honestly, it, like we had a good time when we went down there. Blue Sparrow was out front. We were BSing with Luke and had some brownies that were 
freaking incredible. Thanks, Jess, if you're listening. Um, she's uh, she made a bacon and Buckeye cookie for this week. Oh, that so looks good. amazing. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we don't need to go down that road. But uh, so Brew Gentleman has five events starting on Tuesday next week. Every night they're doing a different event. Wow. So the like Tuesday night is the beer dinner with Luke from Blue Sparrow. So like he's doing like a three or four course meal tailored around their beers. The beer. yeah. So that's pretty awesome. That is cool. Yeah. Um, and they have they have stuff going on all week, and then they have bottle like the uh, bottle release. You know, sign up for reservations and then pick it up on Sunday type of thing, mm-hmm. which they do pretty consistently. Did you see any of the new place that's being built? No. Is there construction happening, or is it you just didn't even look? Or uh, so we parked visible? on the other side of the building, like so we parked down the street from them okay. rather than in their parking lot. Yeah. And we walked up, just right, like went right inside. I didn't really like poke around or anything. Mm-hmm. So that was just because of the way that I was coming from town. Did they have a timeline for that? I can't remember. Well, they said that open air is going to be open this weekend. Oh, or okay. not this coming weekend, the following weekend. Okay. Memorial Day. Memorial weekend. Day. Okay, that's cool. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, it seems like they're probably just going to have like a tent up in the parking lot, if I had to guess for that, because I don't know that they have anything like built or structurally changing but that's uh that's one of their major things for for this weekend is that they're gonna get that open so or for that weekend um it's it's a that's a big undertaking having um an event every night of the week (laughs) so it makes me think that they've had that in the in the process of My brain isn't working. Oh my god. Okay, just move move on. We're I will say on. too, they they've been doing this thing where they highlight five different answers to a question or like five different places that you can get their beer or take their beer or whatever. Like the the first one was five BYOB restaurants that they recommend and they did like a little write up on each and they've been doing this for the past like what 3 weeks or so. So every week they've been doing another one, and they're doing five of them for their fifth anniversary, which is cool. That is cool. Um, that that's I, the more that I'm following along with what they're doing, the cooler it seems. Yeah, um, yeah, that seems very well thought out, and uh, it's cool to highlight other businesses because I feel like you know we've talked about we've also talked about this before, like when well, everyone works together, you know, we can build each other up. It's not always about competition, you know. Well, they've sort of been doing stuff like that for a while. Like they, they have a blog that I looked into a while ago. So they had one of their, um, one of their brewers came in to talk to my beer class, my junior year of college. So that would have been two or three years ago. Sure. And I guess this guy kind of had a wild story. He's like a lawyer by day, like brewer by night slash weekend. Um, and he sort of got in a little bit about how, and I'm not really sure why I didn't bring this up when we, you know, we really uh, were talking about them a couple podcasts ago, but um, he said that they're, they're very cool. They're very, um, I guess, uh, hip to culture other than beer. So they, they do a yearly review of, I think maybe a different topic or, or like, they put out their albums of the year uh, for music. They do like all, a bunch of these blog posts and stuff like that. That's kind of, 
you know, not really related to beer at all, but they, you know, they, I guess just want to reach out and, and connect with their audience in different ways, which I think is cool. Um, I, yeah, I feel like that's what we try to do sometimes, <laughs> right? Because you know, it, clearly, like they make beer, and you want to talk about beer, but like sometimes uh, you want to talk is about their business. Sometimes yeah. you want to talk about other stuff, and it's cool because, like, you know, it right, and that's it's thing. a different way to connect with to, people. Yeah. Not everyone can relate to like what these beers taste like and how they're made and that kind of stuff, and and I feel like a lot of people can get caught up in that when they're talking to, and there a lot of people nowadays are, are getting accustomed to tasting, you know, familiar flavors and, and understanding how the brewing process works. Cause, cause all these brewers are very open to the public in terms of, uh, sort of sharing their knowledge. I mean, obviously not like trade secrets and stuff, but, but there are a lot of people who are, who are into craft beer enough at this point that are understanding more about what it is that they do. But at the same time, there's still a good, a good portion of the people who go out and get a beer at some of these places that, that know nothing about it. Yeah. Right. So if you can, if you have any way to connect to your audience, um, you know, at a, a more basic level than, than just, you know, Oh, this, th- you know, th- these wet hops did this and blah, 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 blah. Like you're going to have more people who are interested in what you're doing. Yeah. Take, and I did you, did you take, is, sorry, did you take uh, trade secrets from the Theranos podcast? <laughs> Because uh, they actually say that, they say that a lot. They say that a lot in the documentary. Also, I want to plug. This is a this is a shameless plug for something that's not even ours, and I don't even know if this is copyrighted. But everyone, go listen to the Theranos podcast. It's called The Dropout, and then uh, the documentary on HBO is called The Inventor: Colon Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. Both very good. good they're good companion pieces, I believe, <laughs> uh, and they're really easy to watch and really easy to listen to. Anyway. <laughs> I like I like, like this is good. It's good for us so, because we run a podcast, so it's like it's good to you know get how like how do other people approach these podcasts? Right, Obviously, yeah. it's like this is very planned out, very like methodical. Like there's episodes that cover you know specific right, but things. they but they also have, they're also like a research piece, right? Like yeah. we we aren't a research piece. We're we're a cult, sure. we're a pop culture thing, right? right. Yeah. So. The, the, you said the, the the title and colon like specifically, <laughs> and it always reminds me of Clone High, like the cartoon from back in the nineties. It's the only the line is uh, so the the episode uh, the principal goes undercover as a student and he tries to learn about culture at Clone High, right? Okay. And so he types up this essay, and the title of the essay is "What It's Like to Be a Student at Clone High: Colon A Rope of Sand," and that's just the name of it. <laughs> What? Yeah, it it just doesn't make any damn sense. Okay. But it was that every time you say like colon like yeah. that, it just makes me think of that. I love that. a col. I love a colon, but I'm glad that you could relate to that in some capacity. I did use a colon. Speaking in my cover of, speaking of colons, you love, should um, you, you should uh, once you turn fifty, um, take a stool sample and submit it to see if you have colon cancer. Um, Everyone, this is a very serious get, topic. Get then. out. And get your colonoscopies today. Um, Prostate exams when you're 40. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you're a male, uh, post, what is it, post 40? It's 40. um, Yeah. Yeah. Get your prostate checked. Check out our men's health podcast airing on Wednesday afternoons. Wednesday. Followed immediately by our political podcast. Wednesday evening. No, political podcast is Thursday. Yes. Oh, Oh, damn it. 
Someone needs to go back. Someone needs to go back and listen to every episode and, <laughs> and figure and out when our podcast determine, determine the podcast. If yeah, anybody can put up that schedule, if you can, if you can DM us our, our podcast schedule, I'd can appreciate we just, it. Can we? Okay, I, can we do like an episode of this podcast that has nothing to do with beer and just like talks about something else, like completely different that doesn't relate anything to beer? No, just for fun. <laughs> yes, yes, we can do that. We can do that. Um, okay, so moving on to the next brewery that's having an anniversary this Christ fucking House. month. Our good friends at Christ House. So let's talk about them. I I have some... Hi, I have, Brian. I have um, some thoughts. I have some thoughts. So let me... Wait, let, let me, let me premise, preface this. They've been doing a shit ton of collabs with everyone. Like, they're all over the place right now. Like, they did a collab with uh, Lost Tavern that looks a lot like this Never Gonna Get It that we're drinking. Um... This There's, is this so this is never gonna get it cubed. Yes, <laughs> from the veil. This is I I don't know if this sat for like too long or something. This is tart as fuck. It's, it's a like lot better now than it was tart. a couple weeks ago when we had it. Like it's almost too tart for me. Like it's all like it. It's very acidic. It's got that like yeah. It, you know like you burns. need a you need a emodium or it's not, good. not emodium. What the hell's the uh, acid reflux one? Uh, Prilosec? Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> it. I knew it was like OTC. a purple, like <laughs> Emodium. Yeah, sorry. Emodium. I'm, I'm a little blocked up right now, guys. <laughs> oh my god. All right. No, wait. That's that's. Oh no, that's it's, for diarrhea. The, yeah, it's the constipation. It's one. the anti-diarrheal. <laughs> I believe that's actually what it's called. Oh my god. Okay, enough. That's that's for our medical podcast. That's Monday nights. Um. Anyway, so you're okay. Talk more about these collabs. Medi- Medical Monday. Uh, Medical Monday. <laughs> no, I just I've noticed that a lot. Like they have a lot going on outside of the brewery, and it's amazing to me that they have such control over what they're doing. Because like they're rebuilding the place in Millville, they're opening up a new place Which down is in South Hills. I finally they're- saw it completely leveled, and I was like blown away, dude. The video from when was that? Uh, the Millville Music Festival was this past weekend, and there the video on their Instagram. There were so many people, just everywhere, on top of each other. Like that's see, the, it that's, gave me anxiety that, just yeah, looking at the why, picture. That's why I I just I really don't enjoy going there because there's so many people all the time. Because it's it's that the draw is like the dogs. Mm-hmm. And like the outside area, yep. And everyone knows it as that. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a hangout. It's a it's a really like let's meet up, let's you know get everybody together, hang out outside, bring the kids, bring the picnic table, whatever you know that kind of thing. Yeah, but bring the dog, like you know. I I don't know. I still love them, and they they make great beer. Too. Yeah. So um, yeah. So let's talk because because one of these uh, I'm very excited for. Let me guess. Double haze. Double haze. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, so Gross House is having a triple can release. Yeah. Everyone is doing these triple can releases. Dancing on Mass Five. But that's <laughs> sorry guys. That's okay, bro. <laughs> um, so they are releasing Kaboom Candy, which kind. is I think the first. I think it's the same as I, the first one. Yeah. They did. I think it's a re. I, I think they released it last year around this time. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. I think they said that in this little beard. in the email or something. Um, I'm kind of bummed that it's not something new. It's just an old one. Yeah. That's like brought back. Or I like, will say I, I would see, I, I would like, 
it's cool that they're bringing it back, but, like, I would like some sort of, like, anniversary logo or, like, label. Like, something different than, like, the regular one to, like, commemorate the... Event. The anniversary or something like that. Like I well, so like change the colors around, make it like silver or some shit like that. They are know. doing an as as of yet unre- unreleased announcement for their bottle. Okay, that's being released for the anniversary. So I'm assuming that that one's going to be a, a very more special bottle release. Bottle all caps release. and bold. So that kids means- seats just twelve bucks. Okay, honestly, the economy. Hit everyone hard. Kids seats used to be eight bucks. I know. You know that, right? Yeah. We've talked about this on the <laughs> podcast. As if anyone would remember. I didn't even remember. <laughs> that was like two weeks ago. Was it? That was our last episode. I just literally don't remember that. I've been no, no, no. It was two weeks. episodes ago. So. All right. So, all right. Kids, so we got a kid seat start at just 12 bucks. Just really doesn't roll off the tongue. Like, no. <laughs> like eight. Yeah. It doesn't. All right. So we got a kaboom candy that's coming back. Dope. We have a. So I was talking to Nick uh, prior to this podcast. Gris House is doubling down on their uh, their sour IPA series, the Sippa series. I I don't I, hate it. Nick doesn't hate it. I I don't think we're far enough into the series for me to say whether or not I hate it or love it because i we so the first one they made we all agreed it sounded disgusting because they had like vanilla they had like cocoa and then they had like fruit or some shit like that yeah it sounded weird tasted good yeah it was good i liked it tropical one we thought there was like too much coconut there was something weird that i I didn't like the coconut flavor but i don't like coconut so i put that aside when i thought about the series yeah it wasn't bad so (laughs) so then sarah Came in, came in with the little one-two yep. of, oh, did they not learn from Burley Oaks carrot cake dream? So they're doing a carrot cake inspired sipper IPA for yep. their birthday release, which, and it's called Celebration. I, I don't think it's so. I, I'm interested to see what it's going to be like because I. I didn't hate Carrot Cake Dream. I th- I understood what they were going for. It wasn't my favorite thing. Like for for the for what they claimed it to be, I thought it was a, a good interpretation of that. I can't imagine that Gris Houses is going to be anywhere near that because I haven't seen them do something similar to that at all. I've never had carrot cake, and therefore I have no dog in this fight. Yeah, I mean. I've- no, you're not going to get a beer to taste exactly like a dessert. <laughs> right. Uh, aside from <laughs> Blueberry Cobbler Dream. Right. Because that shit was <laughs> insane. The Blackberry Cobbler was really good, too, though. I Honestly, whatever Burley Oak is fucking doing down there, I don't know what they're doing. I, they must be, like, baking full cakes and just pureeing them and putting them in beer. Honestly. Right. Um, Why I, I don't they? know what sort of sorcery they're doing down there. But I... I, I that one... I, I already have like, I I I, it, I don't think it's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. I would want to go. I like I, I don't want to get cans of it. I would go and get it on draft if they have it on draft. Right. Just to try it, I, I could take it or leave it. But they're really they're really going hard on that series. And good for them though. They need a they need a series like that. They do. Yeah. Because they don't really have anything consistent that no. they do other than their their standard beers, right? Mm-hmm. You have Camp Slap. You well, have... and the I mean the Kaboom and the Kapow Candy. That's yeah, kind but... of like, but that's you know, and the, the Shaman. I think Shaman's probably their best series because they don't have many. But right. Yeah, but they I don't they that's... don't can it either. 
that's the other thing is yeah. that it's just tap run. Honestly, I don't I I don't want them to can it because I feel like it would be worse. I don't think that it would travel well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, all right. So then, star of the show, last beer that they're releasing that we know of so far. Drum roll, please. <laughs> that was horrible. I'm sorry. Uh, double hazedelic juice grenade. Jake, we can't hear you. Nope. Did right. you mute yourself? I did. Um, I was I was <laughs> saying for a guy who plays in a band that was a really terrible drum roll. I was the one drumming. That was him doing. And the I was holding my phone, so it was like really bad. <laughs> then that ma- that makes sense. Okay. So yeah, um, so double haze sounds. Are you excited, Jake? Because I'll. I mean, we'll probably get some so that you'll. I've been saying for years that uh, Haze Del Cruise Grenade is my favorite beer in Pittsburgh. Yes. Um, and I yeah. I I will stand by that until the day that I die. Um, that's not true, but uh, for right now it is. So yeah, wait, what do you excited. mean? I why why would you say it's not true then? Well, it it's I'm just saying like I, that I'm not going to stand by it until the day that I die because I'm sure that I'll come across a beer in Pittsburgh over the next forty plus years that I like better. It's a sweeping declaration. Let's let's be real honest here. You can say whatever the fuck um, you want. In terms of double uh, double hazedelic sounds rate. Uh, I'm a little bit worried because I love Hazedelic so much that if it doesn't live up to what I'm expecting it to live up to, uh, then obviously I'll be disappointed. But it'll be cool because I'll, I'll be home the week following that release, so it will still be fairly fresh by the time uh, I'll hopefully get a chance to, to have some. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- there's not much wrong with that beer. Like, I can't really find too many faults unless you're not an IPA fan. If you like IPAs, especially New England-style IPAs, that's the beer for you. And I feel like this will be a good extension of it. And I think that it's cool that they're 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 going for the beefy... Because they've done, like, double camp slap and that kind of stuff before. Right. So it's kind of just a it's a follow-up to that. Yeah, um, camp slap, camp slap I mean, is, is such a really good... It's such a, it's, that is such an interesting style by itself, like the single and the double, both, um, which is cool. Like, I feel like Gris House is another one that, like, they've kind of gotten into just doing whatever the hell they want because they already have a following. So, like, why the fuck not? So, like, right. it's going to sell. It might not but, sell quickly. But, but most of their stuff are hits, not misses. Yeah. Like, if we're being real honest. I, yeah. I, I like... I just... It, I, it, I hate... I, I hate the beer scene in the summer because it's just so... Everything's so fucking busy. And I don't want to deal with all these crowds and shit. So, one thing I will say that I was thinking when I was getting this next beer... Um, is I would love, love, love. This is not going to happen because it's not like most of these beers aren't going to keep that long. But I would love to have the single and double versions of the like standard beers that we know. So like Haze, Double Haze, Lustra, Double Lustra, Bane of Existence, Double Bane of Existence. Can you think of any others? Those are pretty. Those are like the the standard ones of like our favorite places around the city, right? Right, Jake. Yeah, in terms of Pittsburgh, yes. I mean, there there are a lot up here that they do. You it would really be interesting. Tra- it would be interesting trend. to try them like side by side. But I know yeah. it's not going to happen. But like that would because you know they all like change from time to time. So it would be interesting to see like just one up against the other. Yeah, I, I would say hardly do you see 
people do what Gnome has been doing in terms of brewing multiple versions of the same beer at the same time. Right. Like I can't I've even... seen that before where they do a double this or a double that on top of, you know, I, it's not like a new practice by any, by any means, but right. you don't see them together very often, um, which I think is interesting, but also probably kind of difficult, especially for a smaller place, because if you're, if you're isolating your entire draft list to the same beer or the same type of beer made in, in different ways, then you might have some trouble uh, getting people to buy into that. Yeah, uh, it's a cool I event, agree. and you know they don't they don't take up their entire draft list with it, and um, they do a lot of things very well with that. And it's cool that they they offer you know the heavier triple or the half lustra, which is a, what like a pale ale or a it's a session session. Yeah. Okay. Um, now they yeah they made a lager version. Yeah, it's it, that is that so is every, that's an interesting. I didn't even think about it like that because it is kind of risky, like. They, they clearly knew, or they had to know that there was going to be, you know, like, demand for it. And they have such a strong following as it is. So, like, there, there was probably no doubt in their minds that, like, it would be a hit. And, they like, people wouldn't mind if, like, they're... I mean, most of their tap list all the time is, like, IPAs anyway. So, like, it doesn't really matter that they're all, like, the same, like, type, you know? Yeah, I yeah. Would say they're so. all it's just still, like var- it's, it's just still, all varying levels. They also made it very abundantly clear that this was going on. Like you weren't just like walking in there accidentally on Saturday. Oh crap! All you have is Lustra. Well, this sucks. Like, yeah, and I mean, I'm sure there were the people that walked time. in like that because like it's it's like summer in Pittsburgh and people want to go drink. So right, <laughs> it's summer anywhere and people want to go drink. You know. What were you gonna say, Jake? It's yeah. I mean, the whole the whole idea behind it is to be an event, right? right. And and it's yeah. You're you're you celebrating that, something. You know that well ahead of time, and that even last year, prior to doing it for the first time, I don't think that you're you know your standard like up here. I'm not going to see anything like that, and that's that's where it just goes to show what how the like the Pittsburgh craft beer scene is different than almost every other craft beer scene in the country, I think. Well, but you also seen, have to be individual I've seen too. Some of the major, I've seen some of like the major markets as well. And the, and, and what I would consider the top markets for craft beer right now. And nobody does it the same way that Pit, like Pittsburgh breweries do it. And that's a very, in, that would be a very interesting uh, sort of in, investigation to kind of go into and, and compare maybe a few of the places that we've been to see how it is that they've really, carved out this niche for themselves the pittsburgh beer scene and that's why i think that when you talk to people and i read i read an article by um somebody from from uh hop culture let their mom interview a head brewer from uh one of the breweries in in uh phoenix arizona oh yeah i saw the, i saw the and, article um, i didn't read it but and he he mentioned his top you know it, the one of the questions was you know what it's a, it's a relatively small craft beer scene here in Arizona. Like what, you know, how do you take that and sort of push, push the, you know, the envelope and move, move this industry forward in this area. And he mentioned a couple of the top markets and, you know, he said Southern California, obviously 
um, Boston, like Massachusetts, Maine area, that type of stuff. And, and mentioned Pennsylvania as well. And Philadelphia is, is big for craft beer, but I mean that, you know, a lot of it has to do with Pittsburgh as well. Right. I mean, they're, I would say probably of the top 10, uh, most well-known or like highly regarded breweries in, in Pennsylvania, they're probably like seven of them are from Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, I think Pennsylvania gets thrown into the conversation a lot because it's the biggest output of craft beer yeah. in, the, in the nation. Right. I just heard that on the radio. Like it's a mostly because Yingling ago. is still considered craft beer. Okay. That's that's, that's really I like why it stays the numbers. Yeah, I knew but, there was going to be like some kind of explanation for that, but I I mean, it's still interesting. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's still crazy that Yingling is like so popular. <laughs> but I mean, it, it really is it just is, like your yeah. dad's. I, I, I used to drink that shit all the time, and then I, like, got better taste. <laughs> I, I still enjoy Yingling, honestly. Uh, I feel like I would now, like, every... But, just like, I can't... We don't I used to buy, like, time. cases up. Oh, yeah, and I'd sit there and, and throw back, it. like, 15 like, that, it's a too night. Much. And, like, it's too much. So, um, I do want to say, like, a quick shout-out, um, switching gears here a little bit. Um, oh. So, I, um, I have a friend... Alex, we're so proud of you. Thank you so much. I know. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I have a friend uh, that I work with. A work uh, friend? A work friend, yes. Uh, his name is Jake. Shout out, shout out Jake. He doesn't know I do this podcast, and he probably never will. Hi, Jake people. Okay. Um, yeah, shout out. He um, just found out that Levante shipped beer. Like very recently, um, and he also found he also just found out that Tired Hands <laughs> started shipping beer. Yeah, um, which has been happening for a while. And I was like, Yeah, no, no, I no. They, told you that. Oh, Tired Hands shipping cans is new within the past like two weeks. Oh, I, I meant bottles. Haven't they been shipping bottles? For they a have for a while. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I th- I guess that's what I, I guess that's probably what he meant or something like that. Um, but yeah, so he uh, he got a shipment of Levante, <laughs> got it shipped to work. <laughs> signed for it, brought it into the building, and like had it sitting like at his desk, which I thought was hilarious. Wow. Um, Jake was like, Jake, our Jake, Jake's yes. podcast Jake, was like, <laughs> Did he get it? Because I, I texted him that day and I was like, LOL, one of my coworkers got it delivered. He was like, Did they confiscate it? And I was like, No, no one gives a fuck. Who cares? People are worried about shit getting out, not getting in. So, um, the call's coming from inside the house. What? Um, so yeah, so he uh, he gave me a choice. He got five four packs of different stuff. Uh, he gave me uh, my choice. So I got two. They had it, one was a brute. Uh, they had two with lactose. One uh, yeah, which you know whatever. Um, and then the one was like a pale. I had the pale earlier, which was very good. Um, and the one, the reason why I'm talking about this is we just cracked. It's called Tropical Whip. It's a Sunday IPA. With pineapple, fuck, I forgot. Thanks, I forgot that you appreciate pineapple. you. Um, no, 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 it's fine. I so I haven't been overly impressed with the Monte beer. I feel like they would be yeah. in the yeah. same vein as like a like a eleventh hour. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe um, a little bit higher than that. I would. Pr- I would probably put them a little bit higher than eleventh hour. I so, but eleventh hour. Some of their beers are really fucking good. Yeah, I, I don't think I've had enough of either to kind of make that judgment call. But like that's that's why I put them because I haven't had oh, wow. much of either. You know, this really does just taste like like melted ice cream. 
like you're drinking like the juice at the end of the bowl of ice cream. Like <laughs> it's really sugary. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, the one, so the one issue that I see, it doesn't have any IPA characteristics. No, it kind of smells like it though. At least from like what I smelled in the can, like, it, oh, actually no, it smells like canned pineapple. Yeah, it really does smell like That's like crazy. You just cracked um, a can. Yeah, of I don't know. I, it's yeah. I, nothing. Nothing I've had from like the pale I had. I think I was just excited to have a pale ale. Yeah, because like I, I just don't see I don't enough it's that, of them. I don't it's that see time of year where they're coming around though. Like I know Steel City has a couple of the single cut um, standard IPAs and and pale ales right now. Um, I know a lot of people are doing like just gulp into the mic. <laughs> what? It just you just gulped into the mic. I did not. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that was fine. Is this it? <laughs> are we yeah. done? No, we're done now. Are we uh, done for good? <laughs> um, we're never doing this again. <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah, so I so I went to that event. For Steel City. I'm yes. excited for them. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this. No, we didn't. Um, yeah. So Steel City, our friends at Steel City, beer wholesalers, Mary. Shane. And Shane. Um, I did. I will not lie. I did forget his name for like half a second. I'm sorry, Shane. <laughs> um, they were gracious enough to invite us to um, sort of a. What they call a secret stash. Secret stash. Yeah. It was kind of like a. Like a pre-release party kind of thing, but not really a party. Kind of just like a... I think they were kind of just testing it out to see if it would work. Um, it sounds like they want to do it again. Um, but we went, and they had um, some stuff that they were releasing that week. This was a couple weeks ago, so whatever whatever they had is now available. I haven't had any of them yet because I have been sick. Um, but they, you know, they, had, they gave us a free beer, and uh, we bought some beer, and we kind of just talked... Me and uh, me and Mary talked about Beyonce for a little bit. We talked about Game of Thrones for a little bit. We talked about cancer because the walls are all like this spray foam stuff. And I was like, that's definitely going to give me cancer. That's asbestos like, for sure. They were like, sure. yeah, don't touch it. And I was like, yeah, I know. Um, was that, it was cool. It, so, no, it, it, I, we saw people that I recognized from around um, that one woman that we always see at Dancing Gnome with the glasses and like the gray hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's about, um, uh, what is it? The one with the with the girls that do the beer thing, yeah, whatever. Yeah, some, they, yeah. Society, I don't even know. Um, but like she was there. It was like a it was a very small crowd, but we got to like talk to them. It was cool. well. What's his name? Um, Cans Pittsburgh was there, I think. Oh, Pittsburgh beer dad. Like a couple of people we follow on yeah, Instagram. Like, I, yeah, I, I mean, I I recognize a lot of the people. Yeah. Um, but. We, it, it I didn't go. Like you were the only one yeah, that went was, with yeah, Austin. Me, I, yeah, I went with a uh, friend of the podcast, Austin. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it seemed cool. And they have like a cool, like, they could really do a lot back there. It's kind of, I mean, it's like a gravel lot, but like, what else? Like, that's that's what Dancing Gnome had for their birthday. So, like, right. you set up well, a couple tents. They said they were going to try to get like food Shane trucks. Shane said they were going to do food cool. trucks. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like that's I really a, hope they do it again. I don't know. It's probably not going to happen this this um, month, I think they said in May, but like there's so much shit going on right now with all the other breweries. I can't imagine they want to like fight that. Right. <laughs> you know, but if they do it like a Thursday night or something like where you can get a, a few people together, I just hope that they do it a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe extend it to like 
you know, six to nine or something like that, right. where you can kind of roll through and hang out for a little bit, grab a beer before yeah. you go out or no, something. No, it's super cool. And I love, I love talking to Mary. Mary's super cool. Yeah. Mary's awesome. Um, uh, like, and we're like the same age. So like, I feel like we get each other. Her, Shane, um, Shane her is fiance, doing a lot. Or her, yeah. Her fiance was there or her boyfriend. I don't know I if don't they're know. engaged or not, but he was there. Um, and I was like talking to them, and he seemed super cool too. So yeah, it was a uh, it was really cool. And then we got to like see like into their like warehouse, and it's literally just like pallets, pallets of, of beer. beer. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's cool. No, and it's I really think cool. Shane does a really good job of being very transparent with like what he's doing all the time on yeah. social media, which is it. It's just like in his position, I guess he has the time for it, but like. When we talked to him, like when we interviewed him, I want to have him on again. Mm-hmm. But when we interviewed him, it sounded like he didn't have a minute in the day for himself. You know, like he yeah. wake up, goes to the gym, walks the dog, you know, gets gets to work, writes out sheets, you know, puts together orders, calls people, you know, right, like just never stop. And to see him doing all this social media stuff <clears throat> and being able to do it three or four times a day, you know, where we can barely get one review a week. Jake, why are you roasting me? I have, have contributed. <laughs> Sorry, that was more two just reviews. <laughs> two of like of like fifteen, considering I'm, you know, three hours behind, and uh, you guys. Yeah, it's it, it's not like, you, like you guys. Like I, so, I I don't know if I've talked about this on the actual podcast, but like people think it's so easy to like start a podcast. I mean, okay, it's easy to start a podcast. But to keep one going, as we've like found and learned, is more difficult than you would you would think. Yes, no, I agree. And like uh, we don't even do like Nick's the one that does all the editing and stuff. And yeah, you don't really do that much editing. It's but, really like, not that much. <laughs> it's not. But like y- you know, we still we take time don't... out to go. Like I, we come like I come over here. We and take time out of our day to come and do this, Jake. Like. You know, but like it, we'll also know. go to other like new places too. Like Sarah and I went to the Cinderlands Warehouse. Yeah, we try. Like, I mean, we try to do research. I try to make it so know. that we're not doing the same thing every week and just talking about Dancing Gnomes releases. Yeah, we yeah, love you guys. Dancing Gnome podcast anyway. is Tuesdays, right? Oh wait, this is Tuesday. Yeah, you also we are uh, I've also not been given any time to talk about uh, any of my recent trips, but that's oh, that's too, right. Wait, all right, we still have like a good fifteen minutes, Jake. Talk about one of your trips. Yeah, man. I mean, we can make don't this talk one about Vegas. Don't talk about Vegas again. I don't need to hear about that. No, no, we don't want to be depressed. Oh, right, no, that was Seattle. You didn't even talk about the Vegas trip on this. We're not talking. Well, about the Vegas that. trip it didn't really involve a lot of craft beer. I I mentioned it because yeah, the yeah, we talked scene in, in Vegas in is like very underdeveloped at this point. That's right. Our but, shitty um, our shitty yeah, travel so, so podcast. So my most is recent on... um, my most recent uh, foray right, into craft beer uh, was Jake. In I fucking love San that Francisco. hat. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Frisco, <laughs> Frisco, <laughs> to Frisco. You got out of range. I, I swear, I, I swear. You got I literally heard someone <laughs> this week call it that who grew up outside of San Francisco. So wait, did you go you to? Did to, you go to outer range? You need to shut your mouth. <laughs> outer range is Sarah, in Frisco, good thing Colorado. Sarah's out here. Sarah would be fighting you <laughs> physically. I lived in Monterey for two fucking years. You better fucking That's, call it San Monterey Francisco. Monterey is not. She sounds just like that. I know. I will fight Sarah (laughs) if she tries to claim that Monterey is is even relatively close to San Francisco. It's not. I know that. I'm not three hours away. 
Okay. Well, the fact that she's trying to get Jake, me. The, the fact that she's trying to get me. The hotel room that you're staying in right now is just overrun with <laughs> dirty can. dishes. It does look like a hotel room, doesn't it? it? Does. I love it. <laughs> the twin It literally beds. does look like a hotel room um, for like for like ten year olds. Um, okay, so <laughs> is it let's like a, talk about San Fran. Give us like some. I need some highlight. Give do us your some feet hang over the edge of the bed. Like they do. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you slept um, on a twin bed? Probably. 15 years yeah, it's ago probably, it's college i'm sure i woke up in a twin bed about 12 hours ago um so yeah okay so i i did the or we tried to do the the berkeley oakland tour um or at least a, a small portion of it when we were there um it was underwhelming um i'll just i'll come out and i'll say it uh i i had a lot of high expectations especially after all the good craft beer that we had. Wait, Jake, uh, would you say Northern California? Would you say you had great expectations? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's please the tell us. Thanks. Uh, we'll see you guys next. Week. That's for our literature podcast on Friday afternoons. So uh, for all the uh, continue on Gatsby, let's the, go for the matinee crowd. <laughs> so all right, Gatsby, let's tell the at story. This point, at this point in my uh, in my Steinbeck career as a craft beer drinker, uh, not that it's a career in any way, aside from doing this podcast, what do you want which, from me? Which nets us exactly zero dollars per week. Um, okay, I would uh, say I do most of my research. Okay. I do most of my research on on, uh, on hop culture because they provide a lot of uh, good insight as to where you should go if you're in specific cities. And they don't really just do random cities. It's mostly cities that they've done. Um, they'll do, they'll do like a, a, a roundup of the places that you need to go in terms of uh, bottle shops and breweries and bars, and sometimes restaurants, I think as well. So mm-hmm. uh, Oakland, they've, they've done multiple, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, multiple festivals there. Um, so that one was definitely one that I was going to be able to find stuff. Um, so we went to a few different places, very cool, um, sort of like scenery and, uh, set vibes. to these breweries. Vibe, good vibes. Good vibes. I would say good vibes. Would you say good vibes? Okay. Um, so we Speaking started out, um, we started out at, uh, a place called good motherfucking Temescal. vibes only. <laughs> so we started out, uh, at, at a place called Temescal. So we, um, <laughs> Tweet. this was, this was like number, number one. Or two, I think, on the list that uh, that Hop Culture put together. Um, very cool place. Reminded me a lot of um, actually a lot of sort of like dancing gnome esque style with the subway tile and the wood, all that stuff. It was very bright inside, very white. I'll, I'll post some some pictures from each of these places. I did I did post uh, on the Instagram uh, I think last week um, to. To sort of give people an idea of what we were doing. Um, yeah, yeah, I did see that. That was actually a really good write up there. Um, so it's kind of a cool place. It's a little, it's a little tucked away. It's right next to this church's uh, fried chicken place. So the whole place smelled really fucking good. Churches. Um, oh. We had. So I think that they, they, I don't know if they switch up their their food offerings or how frequently they do that. I didn't really take a look at their Instagram or anything prior to us getting there, but they had a stand up with um, a place that did nachos, which is really cool. They did a lot of different types of nachos with a bunch of like different meats and stuff. We had some uh, mini churro waffles, which were fire. Um, And all of the beers that we got uh, looked almost exactly the same. 
Um, and they all tasted pretty much exactly the same. And none of them were really, I, I think, worth uh, kind of going into. Or, or I don't know what I had. I forget what they were all called. I got a bunch of flights. So this kind of goes back to our, our podcast a couple weeks ago about how how we... About how we... I'm glad that you guys are listening. Um, Jake, you're on pause. Yeah, if you, can't yeah. Even, if you can't even show your face... Like, I'm looking at the pictures so I can provide commentary on what I was seeing. Okay, sorry. I'm listening. I was, I was Alex is just singing sorry. in the background. No, I wasn't so, singing. Okay, it's a tweet that I, I commented, and it's these two twins, and they're like, good motherfucking vibes only. Super good vibes only. And I I tweeted it, and I said, me and Jake, next time we see each other, because they sound exactly the same, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> All right, Jake, sorry, go ahead, continue. Yeah. Um, I, I guess so I had that, that was the that was the first, but first so we, uh, stage in the Oakland tour. Um, but next so we talked about this, though. Why, why get flights? Uh, so I wasn't sure how much I wanted to drink that day, and I wanted to get um, a good idea of what they were hitting for in terms of uh styles and how different they were and and that kind of stuff so we got we ended up getting two blonde ales and two uh hazy ipas why would you Um, why would you get a blonde ale i'll send you a picture of what i'm looking at here but i bet i guarantee that you can predict exactly what all four of them looked like one one is clear the rest are a little bit cloudy and they all have almost the exact same color so they handed it to us, and I was like, Jesus, did I really just spend $12 on this? And I did. <laughs> How um, many ounces? They were, I think, five-ounce pours. Ugh. That's... So not bad overall. Um, no, still a little I mean, bit pricey. 20 um, ounces that's like for what you can, that's $12? What you can, that's kind of what you can expect, though. Yeah, for most flights, that's so, what you're looking at. So we moved on to field work. This was one of the ones that we had recommended to us. Um, the last time we were in California, oddly enough, the weekend that I was in, uh, in California this, this past time was the year anniversary of us going to California for the first time. Um, so wild. I can't, so that was a little bit cool. I can't we didn't, believe that's been a year. I do kind of miss really that trip a, though. Yeah, we, we should have taken advantage of it more, I think. Um, but we were really hungover for a lot of that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just won't forget that day that I, I literally laid in bed for like, for like 12 hours. There were multiple day. days. There yeah, multiple we, we had like, it, we went like, we would like go hard as fuck and then we'd be like hungover for a day. Yeah. And then we'd go like hard as fuck again and then we'd be hungover for a day. Like it was <laughs> wild. That's more or less how it went. Um, and mom and dad think we hated it, but I didn't hate it. No, I liked it a lot. Um, it, it would have been better without them, if I'm being completely real. Because we, they just, they brought the energy level down. Uh, I was not trying to ride that wave, um, and, but they were riding that wave, and I was like, this is like, I feel like I we were, I feel like we were just, I, it was weird because we were so far away from everything. And the, like, having to drive everywhere and, like, so, so far to get anywhere is, is, Really puts a damper on things. Yeah, it's a bit of a buzzkill. I can imagine. I mean, that was like our trip to Virginia was super cool. Like we got to see the places, but I would have wanted you know a long weekend there, like four or five days. So. Yeah, and I think that that's that's sort of how I feel about Oakland as well. I mean, I I don't want to jump to conclusions because I've heard so so many good things about all of the places that we went. 
um, that, you know, maybe I caught them on a bad day or maybe I just, maybe getting all the flights is probably a bad idea because I didn't really get to enjoy any one particular beer. Cause, um, I also wasn't driving, but there were only two of us. So it was just me pretty much just finishing all the beers. And after, you know, you try six or seven beers, everything starts to bleed together a little bit. So the next one, uh, I'll move on and, and try to wrap up as quickly as I can, getting through a couple of these. Um, so Fieldwork was the next one we went to in Berkeley, um, a big-time college town, and you could definitely see it from all the people that were there. It seemed like they were in their low to mid-20s, and there were like a, a sprinkling of, of older people. Um, Fieldwork is a pretty cool spot. It's another one of those like big industrial-type buildings that it sort of looks like it's in uh, like an industrial park, like, um, what was the brewery, brewery we went to in Sacramento, Alex? Uh, do you, you have the, that Black name Hammer. on the top of your head? No, that was in San Francisco. <laughs> um, but that was like the, a couple of the ones that we went to in Sacramento are sort yeah. of the same way. No, yeah. It's just a big, big open just space. Just a big yeah. open space. Um, kind of cool. They had, a, they had an out, uh, an outdoor patio, which we ended up getting a seat at. Um, I got six different beers from there. Um, it's cool. Uh, it's cool when you walk in, they have, um, and I'm sure you've seen these on like posts and things where they have arrows that point to certain things and they tell you how far away those things are Yes, in what, in which direction they are. So they have, um, I didn't know this, but, but Fieldwork has four or five tap rooms and they have all of their tap rooms on, on like a, a wall with arrows pointing to them and saying how far away they are, which is kind of cool. And they have a couple of other like national landmarks and things. But That's pretty neat. We, we got a pretty like, so we got the, the standard flight, which included one of pretty much every style that they had predetermined. Uh, like or... Yeah. But it, I was sort of just like, I don't know what to get. So let's just get the, the regular flight. I didn't want to have to sit there and pick out, four to six different beers. So we got six beers. One of them was, one was a sour. There was a lager, two IPAs, a double IPA and a, a stout. And again, not nothing that really like stood out to me as being like, Oh my God, I need to come back here. I need to make, make it a point to come to Berkeley next time. I'm, you know, anywhere near Northern California. Um, again, I, they had probably 15 to 20 beers on tap. So I probably just picked some bad ones and I, I should have stuck to the stuff that I, that I know and like in terms of styles, but, but that's also a tough really, thing to do too, because you want to know if these guys are really great at like a, you know, Flanders red and you don't drink them normally then like, but you know what I mean? I don't like, even, okay. I don't know what the fuck a Flanders red is. <laughs> you know, I don't know what that is. And we don't have to get into that now, but at some point, I'm going to have to look up what the fuck a Flanders Red is. You're going to have to drink one. That's all you have to do. You're right. We're a fucking beer podcast. Just go grab one. Podcast. Okay. Go ahead, Jake. <laughs> so, not, I don't know. Nothing that really stuck out to me. They, did, they also didn't have light glasses, and they had just the bigger, um, like, goblets, basically. I don't know. What's the, what's the name for that, that, those glasses? The ones that Hitchhiker has. Oh, uh, oh, what the hell are they called? Batchers? Tulips? No, it's not. Yeah, it's a tulip, but... Tulip. They just have, like what? It's a... They're basically just like wide mouth tulips. Just yeah, the bigger ones. They're, um... So, I wasn't crazy about that either, because it looked like they gave us, like, 
way too little, even though snifter? they probably gave us the exact yes. right amount. A snifter. Snifter. Yeah, but Jesus they were bigger Christ. ones. I, like when I think of snifters, I think of, and you can see it on the Instagram post that I, that I have. Snifters. Um, snifters. Snifters. Usually I think of snifters as being like even smaller than the ones that we were getting. Um, so the next one we went to was Ale Industries, and I really like a lot of like the names for a lot of these places, but I just really wasn't thrilled by anything that a lot of them were, were putting out. Ale Industries, we got another flight, which was six. So at this point in the day, I'm I'm already at, like not I'm not 14 beers deep, but I've tried 14 beers, and I'm pretty sure that my palate was just completely destroyed from that. Yeah. So we went to Ale Industries. I, it was, I think that that was the, I don't want to say the worst place that we went, but um, it was my least favorite of, because it wasn't bad. I mean, they had they had some decent beers. Again, it was sort of a, a variety in the, uh, the flight that we got. There was a stout. There were a couple of sours, a couple of ales, that kind of stuff. Um, same deal, big industrial space, um, not which I'm not really a fan of, because it's not really that cozy. You know, that's, that's sort of what I like about um, some of the smaller places, even even up uh, in the Pacific Northwest, like it's kind of like homey, you know. When you're in an, an industrial space, which it can be done well, and it can be cool if if you're taking over, uh, you know, a, a hundred year old brew plant like Hitchhiker. One that always does. comes to mind for me though is um, Aeronaut in Boston. Yes, Aeronaut. I don't feel is like one I, of my favorite places. I don't feel like I got lost going in there. Like I feel like it was just like really. There were so many people. Super and- cool. Except when they have full-ass marching bands. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I'm not... They just I'm had not, a big I band playing in the back or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nuts. No, no it, not in the back. In the front. In the front. In the front. Oh, that's right, yeah. In the front. Well, that, the, the, in, well the night we walked in, they were playing freaking Legend of Zelda, like A Link to the Past, on the wall. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very cool. Because they, you know... They, they find good use of all the space that they have. That's yeah. what I'll say. A lot of these places, it's just like, oh, it's just storage for all this, the brew stuff. Like, they had, the Ale Industries had bags of malt hanging on, like, a clothesline above everything. And I was like, that just doesn't look good. I don't know. I'm not I'm not crazy about it. They had weird art on the walls that they were selling for, like, 50 to to $100. And I was like, who's coming in here? Like, oh, I really want to buy that weird-ass deer art. I don't know. I'm not crazy about it. <laughs> Um, right. So so that was that was three of four, and the last one was called Original Pattern, which I did end up getting a mug from. I think my favorite beer was from there. Um, of the twenty five uh, beers had, you had that day, yeah. So that so this rounded out. I had I had end up ended up trying seventeen different beers. Good um, God! Because I we ordered three more. Um, I got a couple of hazy IPAs and uh, uh, a a beer called uh, Current Capitulation. Uh, made with with uh, red currants, I believe. Uh, that was probably my favorite beer of the day. It was it was kind of like a sour, uh, a la Trillium, or uh, even even maybe like Dancing Gnome. Not not quite like Dancing Gnome because like they really pack a lot of fruit into their sours. But definitely like the the sea saws that we had from Trillium when you guys came up uh, to visit me in Boston. Oh, see, Overall, I love those beers. Just just it, I don't know. It it wasn't what I was expecting. And again, I think maybe I should have toned it back a little bit in terms of getting the, like the sheer volume of styles and, and beers that I tried because 17 beers in like four hours, even though they're all small pours, like just 
ruins your palate. And I should know that from my time working at the winery, where once you try two or three of them, you're kind of done in terms of being able to, to pick out nuances and the flavors and everything. But I just don't know if there were any beers that I thought stood up to um, some of my favorite places all around the country. It's, and, and again, you know, I'll, I'll try it again. I'll go back. Um, and, and there are a lot of cool places. The weather is always beautiful out there. I mean, it was, it was like a cool, like 65, you like wear jeans and like a, a jacket and you're good to go. Um, and, and there are so many other breweries to go to in that area as well that, uh, I'm looking forward to getting back there, but just kind of underwhelming. I don't know. I, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't say that you need to go out of your way to go there. Um, cause I think there's better beer in Northern California, you know, slightly North of San Francisco. And even in San Francisco, we found a lot of places that had a lot of good beer. I want to say, I feel like we keep coming back around to this, but try these places more than once. Yeah. It's just, just what you're telling me, Jake says yeah, to me that I, like, I if you had a different experience there, it might've been a totally different thing. Same with Seattle. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, we, we, you had a horrible experience in Seattle, but I've heard like so many great things about that city. I know you said you did too. So we're, we're officially going to have a, uh, a man in the field in Dallas, Texas coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Who? Ryan. Oh, it's going to be Dallas. He's not really a part of this podcast anymore. No, but I'm going to have him mail me stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, dope. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to just, I'm just going to force him to start mailing me stuff. Yeah, he might as well. I I want, I want Jester King and you can get Jester King in Texas. And you can get Jester King in Texas. All right. um, So we are winding down to the end of the podcast here. I do want to hit on a couple of things. I will say one, one real quick thing, Jake, that was magical. What you just did. You're... It was so succinct. Very pointed. Yeah. Well, well You're very good at that. Well versed. Thank you. Was, thank you. Was, um, I, I I try to not, you know, go too far off the rails. Mince words, so to speak. Um <laughs> Yeah, and and again <clears throat> there, you know, I would have more to say, but it was kind of a quick trip as well. You know, there there are like days that we've spent like the last time we were in California, we spent like hours and hours at, at some of these breweries. Uh, like when we went to Russian river, I mean, we must've spent two hours there, you know? And like these, each one of these places, I think we might've spent a half hour total between standing in line to get beer, getting beer and drinking it. Yeah. But it was, it was just, it was kind of dead. You know, it was a Sunday afternoon. So it wasn't, it wasn't like we were out and out and about with like the whole, Crowd of Berkeley students or or like Oakland residents. Um, but I, for me though, just going back, I think that I had a, a view of what I was expecting, uh, and it didn't really match up to that. Well, and that's uh, that's sad to sad to hear. Um, but I, I'm sure that you will be back, and I look forward to hearing your recap of I other think that's things. A, that's a concern. Uh, that's concerned. Like, where if you go anywhere, do so. You were just. You just think. Do you think you expected too much? Do you think reading about the places that you should go gave you like uh, the wrong impression? No, because I didn't even really read about okay them 
right. specifically like what they offer or anything like that. It was kind of just like a cursory, like give give me three breweries that we can go to, and we ended up going to four. But can we can we talk was, about how great of a word cursory is? Ah, so good. That's <laughs> so good. All um, right. Well, yeah. So I feel yeah, like we I should. Mean, I will be back, and I will I will give you know my second my second opinion on these places. Um, but again, I just, I like San Francisco better. Like I like, like they have, it seems like they have better beer and they just well, they do it right down there. And that's a thing that you can actually say is like, you've had better beer in other places. Better close. Cool. Right. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that you should always be willing to give, uh, you know, people a second chance in terms of, but you know, if I go back and it's still the same kind of deal, then, you know, I'm not really going to go out of my way. Right. Right. So, yeah. So, that's great. Um, so, what do we have coming up? Jake's coming home in a couple weeks. We have all these events that are coming up that we talked about in the beginning of the podcast. No one's listening to the end of this. No, so. no, no. We're, um, so, Sarah and I are going out to Columbus for a weekend to celebrate a friend of ours doing a... Bring back some... Fucking what do they Who have farted? in Ohio? Who farted? Also, yeah, but what's um uh Jackios? Don't Jackie please bring back some Jackios. I will bring back some Jackie. Please do. I will make it um, happen. Cool, yeah. So yeah, uh Nick's really good friend, um, Paul is getting ordained. So like He lost a small I know white girl. He he lost he lost, he lost a, a tiny lot of white, Jake, girl, you, white girl. Jake, <laughs> when you see him next, you're gonna be floored. Like he... None of his clothes fit him anymore. Yeah, like just wait until none of them. Chris, just wait until Christmas when he eats all seven fishes, and then <laughs> I'm sure that he'll throw that back on. <laughs> oh my god, F- fishes is lean protein point. though. Okay, all um, right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna wrap it here. Um, look, look to your left. Look to your right. There's a bunch of shit happening. <laughs> Of, the, of those three people, one of you will be dead. It's probably one of you, you. will be dead next week. <laughs> Good night. Um, um, yeah, you know, so, uh, yeah. There's there's a lot happening hey, in the city. Go out, try something new, try some new beer, meet some new people, say hi to your neighbor. Most of these people are really excited and fun. And raise a glass to five years of great craft beer in Pittsburgh. Though. Yeah, mm-hmm. those three breweries that we mentioned, right, are celebrating five years now. Dancing Gnome is coming up on three. But Brew Gentleman, Grist House, and Hitchhiker all celebrating putting out five years. Some quality beers. Give them a big old high five that's worth five years of high fives. Yes. All right. Here's to 50 more. It's 150 more. 500 Cheers. more. Five more. Five, <laughs> five, day, five more days. <laughs> Good night. He doesn't know how to barter. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why don't you go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us, theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week.